As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Come again with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. Can't wait. What does that do? Did that blow your mind? That just happened. Welcome back, everybody. It's the War Room on In This League. I'm your host, Scott Bogman. Follow me on the Twitter at Bogman Sports. Joined, as always, by CK at C-O-P-I-E-P-S on the Twitter machine. Just had a fun technical flub uh, to start the show. It happens. Uh, we are back after opening day and baseball and all that stuff. We are, um, you know, in the middle of like the, it's kind of the quiet time before the NFL draft. It's, you know, pro days have pretty much wrapped up. Uh, you know, we had a couple guys go back for more medicals and stuff like that early in April. Um, I got almost got got on a Cameron Hayward retiring April fool's joke. Forgot what day it was. Definitely. Uh, when I woke up. So, um, but but we're back in it, and now it's weird rumors time and trade time, but some of these things need to get done, CK, because we're right here. What did you say before? Uh, we had to restart 23 days before the draft, right? 23 days, day one of the draft, and as a Packers fan, you can say again that some of these things needs to get done, as we are still <laughs> yeah. sitting here waiting for that, but... Aaron yeah. Rodgers not done. Lamar Aaron Jackson Rogers is not done. Lamar Jackson not is not done. done. I did OBJ. not think we'd be here in April, and some of those guys would be unsigned or untraded and couple other cases but figure it out right i yeah. mean we're if right a team here. right now and you're so some of these late signings these late trade rumors are teams that i feel like they know at least who they want to draft they have it maybe down to a position or two and they're thinking can we make a move and finalize one position so that we can focus on the other in the draft right we always say you try to fill your needs through free agency and then you can hopefully take best player available that's what you want to do in the draft is you want to take whoever's highest on your board regardless of position if you can, um, but most teams aren't afforded that. It's still the NFL. We get down to the nitty gritty, 53 uh, players in every single roster. You're usually sometimes trying to fill holes and sometimes it overlaps, right? Or it's close enough to where, yeah, maybe I have this guy slightly ahead of my board, but I have a much bigger need at this other position. So we'll just go ahead and fill that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it seems to be trickling in a little slower. Maybe it's because I'm paying more attention this year than ever. Um, but it seems like some of those holes are still open uh, for some of these teams. And I updated on the sheet. If you guys uh, check out the ITL Patreon, um, I have the team needs sheet up there and I have revamped it. I added, um, you know, what each team has fixed that we had from the beginning of free agency. Um, I have those in green 
Then I have the ones that they haven't addressed in red or to my liking, they haven't addressed enough. And then the ones that they limped at, you know, maybe they needed a corner. They went and signed someone kind of in that mid range. I gave them like an orange, like we have this, but we probably don't want to go into the season with this, at least someone to compete with this other player. So we have that up there. But today on the show, because we've taken, uh, you know, a little bit of an extended break here, we're going to give you guys a two-round mock draft. We worked on this last night. Uh, we did one trade. We were trying to, um, we were honestly trying. We were stopping every pick, looking, saying, who's going to trade up here? Who's going to trade up there? We only ended up doing one big one, and it was the Cardinals moving out of pick three. Um, so we'll get to that in a minute. But that's been a rumor, CK. And um, let, let's start with some of the rumors first, and we'll get to some of the signings, then jump into the mock. and. Uh, the, the Titans maybe wanting to move up to three with the Cardinals. I mean, we know, uh, that the quarterback situation is weird. We looked over the roster, the roster's not as good as people think. I mean, Mike Vrabel probably needs more credit, uh, than we gave him for what he's done, uh, with this team recently, but it's Malik Willis there. It's Ryan Tannehill. Who's, you know, probably past his prime at this point. And, you know, there's not a lot of hope on the horizon here. So I guess if you really like one of these top three guys, move up with the Cardinals, get your guy. But this roster is rough and they need a lot of stuff. So them trading up is probably going to be costly. And I don't know if I like it for Tennessee. I don't think I like it for Tennessee either. It's going to take a lot. We're going to go over what we figured out that we think they could give up to maybe pull this off. But look, if we're going to talk about the Falcons looking into trading for Lamar Jackson because to give Desmond Ritter some competition, there's no way you can sit here and say that Malik Willis is did enough to prove that he's the guy that you're going to build around for the future. So for sure, if you think that Anthony Richardson, who CJ Stroud, Bryce Young, Will Levis, whichever one it is that you really want is your building block, then yeah, you make it happen. But it's, it's a huge, it's going to be a huge haul for Arizona if they do do this and the tech and the Titans have so many needs. It's such a poor roster. Really? It just is a poorly constructed roster. Yeah. They, I mean, there's good piece, pieces to it. I, you know, I would say overall it's definitely close to the bottom, uh, but they have huge pieces. So you kind of wonder, all right, are we going to trade players? Are we going to trade picks? If we move up that kind of stuff, we'll, we'll get to what we did, which I think is, is pretty interesting mm -hmm. uh, when we get to it. But that's the first one. How about the, I mean, what is going on? You're more plugged into this situation than I am with the Packers. Aaron Rodgers says he wants to go to the Jets. They can't work out the deal for compensation. I think that um, uh, 13th pick or whatever is uh, holding stuff up here because uh, the Jets don't want to give up a first rounder uh, to get Aaron Rodgers. They feel like they need to keep that to, you know, be in this window. And now there's, Rumors, which I think, you know, look, the Titans rumors could be the Cardinals trying to send up the bat signal just to get the Colts to move up a spot and give them an extra pick because they need it. Right. Mm -hmm. So that could be on their side. And uh, by the way, we uh, know that they have no issues cheating, it seems like <laughs> right now. So uh, there's a big report that just came out right before we hit record about the Bidwells and doing some nefarious stuff. So um, but. Uh, the, the Packers, uh, have this, you know, they haven't worked it out and now we hear San Francisco may jump into this Aaron Rodgers race, which would, is, is just insane to me. Uh, maybe they just don't want, uh, the Packers getting pictures. I don't know what it is, but 
it's very weird. So what is your assessment of this situation? SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. It's in this league. No one uh, asked you anything ever, so whomever's name is in this league. Why don't you take a letter opener and stick it in your skull? Hey. I, I think he did pretty good because I think the reason that he is no lo- that he is not a Jet yet is the Jets, we'll talk about in a second here, but made a move that cleared out Eli Moore. So they have back-to-back top 45 picks in the second round. I think they would just love to send both those picks to the Packers and say, we're eating this huge contract on a 39-year-old quarterback. Two second-round picks is fair value, and the Packers say, no, we want pick 13 and maybe one of those second-round picks too, and then we'll we'll do it, and we're at a stalemate. And that's what we've been hearing now for close to a month, I guess it's been, since, since this started. And Aaron Rodgers has come out and said he will play for the Jets, and we're still sitting here. And the Packers don't have a ton of incentive to move him. I they know they have a plan in place, right? The Jets are the team that really doesn't have a plan in place if this does fall through. But the Niners, the Niners have been linked to Aaron Rodgers before. It's not the first yeah. time he is from out there. He's from San Francisco. He famously grew up a San Francisco fan, so he's been linked there before. I don't know what that would involve. I, I'm assuming that Trey Lance would be part of that return. I don't know that for sure, but that would make some sense. And then... I, I could see I would love to see him in a Kyle Shanahan offense. I think it'd be incredible, but but I, I think that's that one seems very unlikely to me to happen. Yeah, I think that's just like uh hey, let's you know, let's stir it up here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh because like the Niners have it would have to be Trey Lance. They don't have any picks. They don't pick until ninety nine yeah. overall in this draft. So or it'd have to be uh training stuff for next year, which how many damn first round picks can you give up to find a quarterback? You know what I mean? It hasn't worked. They haven't won the Super Bowl yet. They got there with Jimmy G, not even the guy that they uh, moved up for in Trey Lance. And Trey Lance hasn't been able to stay on the field. So, and then Brock Purdy comes out and he's amazing. And then he tears up his arm. So I understand, uh, you know, the idea for the Niners going like, look, we're just fed up. Let's just go get one of the best, best ever. And let's see if we can do it. Uh, you know, so I understand that, but, 
I don't know. seems a little late in the process for that to be an option if the Niners were going to do that. I think they would have made the move earlier, and it would have been done, and and that's it, you know. Uh, so we'll see. I think this is all just kind of cannon fodder, fodder for the bloggers and everybody, you know, people like us that will talk about it right, right now. So um, don't want to spend too much time on it because I do think it's a little eye-rolling. What about the Ravens? Um, the Ravens are having a very weird offseason. They're kind of – they kind of can't make moves until they figure out what they're doing with Lamar, right? So this is a team that, um, you know, on their team need sheet, I said, okay, the biggest thing is figure out Lamar. So they limped at that with a non-exclusive rights tag. So uh, they have that going for him, but he's, you know, he's at a stalemate too. It looks like teams are not offering him what he wanted. He's kind of waiting to see if this Aaron Rodgers deal gets done because if it doesn't get done, then the Jets maybe would be interested in Lamar. So that's kind of mm -hmm. holding him up as well. But they haven't, they're hamstrung. They haven't made any moves. They re-signed Justice Hill. They're going with Ben Cleveland. I mean, their big splash move so far of the offseason is bringing in Nelson Aguilar as a deep threat. So it's not good, man. That's not, a, that's not a deep threat. That's that's not the receiver this team needs. We say they need receiver. Nelson Aguilar does not fill your receiver need. Right, exactly. So uh, so what is happening here, and do you think this is all just we're all waiting on Aaron Rodgers and uh, the Packers and the Jets? Like, we can't even blame Aaron Rodgers for this as much as everybody wants to, especially A-Rod haters. but. Um, you know, uh, well, what do you think of this Raven situation? These, these massive contracts that the quarterbacks command make it so hard for the teams that are involved to go out and spend any money because they're going to get, if you make a move for Aaron Rodgers or Lamar Jackson, knowing you have to give him an extension, you're suddenly so much of the cap money that you have is devoted to those two that it's holding up the Ravens. We heard that they made an offer to Odell who has said he wants 50 million, which good luck. I will. I would be shocked if he actually gets that. I've heard that's no. the number he said he wants is 15, but the Ravens did not reach that number, but they did make him an offer. I'm not sure Odell Beckham is the receiver that, that they need to either. I'm not sure that really feels their need, but yeah, the Ravens, the Packers, the Jets are all kind of just hamstrung right now until they know is, are you going to take on $50 million in debt on a, on a team on a salary gap? Because if you're going to do that, you can't, you have to be very careful on who you're signing right now. I mean, it is, uh, God bless Andrew Barry for giving that terrible contract to Deshaun Watson to make this whole situation for, for Baltimore terrible. Cause that's really what has ruined Lamar. And, uh, I am one. It's going to get the uh, Bengals Lamar next year too. It's going to yep, get the Bengals. Yes. If, as a Steelers fan, man, you should be loving it. <laughs> I mean, not if Kenny Pickett looks great. <laughs> it's going to be That's like, true. I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll love it. Look, if Kenny Pickett looks great, I'll say pay him. But uh, yeah, you know, now, now that they gave that terrible deal to Deshaun Watson, every quarterback that doesn't have issues in it uh, is very, very good. Is saying, well, I'm good. And I don't even have those issues that Watson had. So, uh, you know, and there were rumors. I kind of rolled my eyes at the rumors that, NFL front offices were mad at Cleveland for giving Deshaun Watson this deal. I was like, that's stupid. Like they're just jealous because they couldn't uh, do it or, or didn't have the balls to do it. Obviously it was ballsy going to get Deshaun Watson still is, uh, you know, uh, has stirred up a lot of controversy there, but um, yeah, I mean, it is proving to be completely serious and have all the the credit that it, it deserved last year and that these teams are mad at, at Cleveland. So I do like that. Um, other stuff, I mean, we heard the Ravens, like you said, offered 
uh, OBJ, but nothing there. Um, DeAndre Hopkins might get cut. I guess them and New England have been trying to work out a deal. New England said, hey, look, we will take him if we don't have to give you anything. We'll just take the contract. And the Cardinals saying, no, we want to pick. And they say, well, we'll let you cut him, and then we'll get him. So uh, there is thoughts around the league that Hopkins is going to be cut, and then we could have a pretty nice bidding war here for him, right? Yeah, he also, I mean, his. I understand why New England doesn't want to give up anything for him. He has a very absurd contract in his own right. He is the second highest paid receiver in the league behind only Tyreek, I believe. He's set to make $15 million or something like that this year. So I, I get why no one, I mean, we thought, what was the return going to be? We've heard for a while he was going to be traded, and I think we both kind of speculated that it would be closer to the Amari Cooper trade than the A.J. Brown trade because of that contract. Yeah. And now here we sit, and it looks more and more likely like he's going to be cut. I think he'll still find – I think he'll have plenty of suitors. I yeah. don't think that he's going to get anywhere near that $14 million number. I think it'll probably be, you know, nine, seven, seven yeah. nine, somewhere in that range. But that – you know, Baltimore – that's the receiver that they should be looking at. That's a bit much better option for what they need than an Odell Beckham. But once again, you got to wait for what Lamar is going to do, right? <laughs> and same thing with the Packers. They could use a receiver, but you got to wait for Lamar's or Aaron Rodgers in their case. So, right. Yeah. Those teams could afford him, mm-hmm. uh, but they would have to be out the quarterback to afford him. So right. uh, we'll see what happens with Hopkins. Uh, and then just a little sprinkling of a rumor that maybe Mac Jones is getting shot by the, uh, by the Patriots. And um I don't know. Like it would be hilarious to San Francisco trade for Mac Jones. Cause now the, the, from what we've heard is that ownership wanted Trey Lance and Shanahan wanted Mac Jones. So uh, that would be interesting. I don't think anything's going to come of this. I think this is kind of, I think this is new England people making up something to try to get Lamar in new England. Uh, I think that's basically what it is, but we did have some signings. Uh, Damian Harris signed, uh, with the Bills, Michael Hardman went to the Jets, and Elijah Moore was traded to the Browns. So um, Harris going to the Bills is just a, hey, we had a hole where Singletary left. Cover the hole, right? That's pretty much the whole thing there. For um, fantasy, it's good news for James Cook, right? I think we I think we feel pretty confident that James Cook is going to get more carries than he got, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. I still think Harris is the lead, though. And yeah. by the way, I mean, remember – the Bills had a front row seat for Damian Harris whooping their butts mm-hmm. in that uh, like really windy game when none of the quarterbacks could throw. And Damian mm-hmm. Harris just like he ripped the 75 yard touchdown in the first quarter and then just grinded the Bills into the ground. So uh, they know he can play in that weather. So they went out and got him. So I, I like that deal for them. I, I think it's it's good for him. It is good for James Cook, but I do think that James Cook is still limited to mainly third down work. So we'll see what happens. I think he's better than that, uh, but I don't know if the bills do and the bills don't run the ball anyway. So all this means is look, it's going to be status quo with, with Josh Allen this year and uh, nothing's going to change unless they go get Bichon. Um Nicole Hardman to the jets jets added Hardman and Lazard. Uh, you know, obviously Garrett Wilson, they drafted last year. Still have Corey Davis. Like this receiving core is kind of crazy now. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. 
Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. It's in this league. Got what plants crave. It's got electrolytes. What are electrolytes? Do you even know? It's what they used to make. In this league. I'm the smartest guy in the world? Says who? IQ test you took in prison. Brought to you by Carl Jr. Good. It's very good. I had Garrett Wilson on the outside. Al Lazard is one of the best blocking uh, wide receivers in the league. So he put him in the slot and hopefully create more space for Brees Hall too. On top of the fact that he can operate underneath and... Miquel Hardman, I know it's never quite developed into what everyone thought as he was just going to be Tyree Kill number two because he was so fast coming out of Georgia and ran an amazing 40 time and everybody just wanted to project Tyreek onto him. But I think he's actually pretty good for what he is. It's more of a field stretch. I think if Tyquan Thornton last year came out and everybody, if he ever had a career as good as what Miquel Hardman off has had so far, I'd be amazed because I think that's kind of what you're hoping for is he can stretch the field, right? Create more space too. So I think I like what the Jets are doing. And he was kind of a project going into Kansas City, and I feel like the project was finally starting to turn and work, and then it got, got hurt. hurt. Yeah. So uh, so we'll see. I mean, it could be a surprising burst from him, and I just love Elijah Moore getting out of New York and going to my favorite place anywhere else. I mean, uh, <laughs> he was in the doghouse. It did not like him in New York. You know, obviously, he was drafted, then they fired that staff, and Sala came in. So... He wasn't one of their guys and they got rid of him for cheap. And I think this, this fills an enormous hole for the Browns. I mean, I don't, you know, love giving the Browns too much credit here, obviously as a Steelers fan, but uh, this was an extremely smart trade for them. Just like getting Amari Cooper was last year. So now you have Cooper and you have more and you have DPJ is a three, which that feels way better than having DPJ as a two and you give Watson some weapons to work with. So I like this deal pretty much for everybody involved. There's no excuses for Deshaun Watson anymore. He has a yeah. very good offensive line. He has Nick Chubb still at running back. And now, yeah, they have a very good trio of receivers there that, that make a lot of sense. They all kind of complement each other. Elijah Moore's, we saw in the rookie year, he was so good for the Jets operating underneath. You have Amari Cooper who can beat you on all three levels. They even signed uh, Marquise Goodwin to get deep. So maybe not as big of a name, but I, I, I like what the Jets or the Browns are doing too, where you just kind of build on what you have and, and now I said, now you're fifty-seven million dollar quarterback or whatever he is. Time to time to live up to that contract or as much as you can. 
Yeah, it can't be. Rust ain't an excuse anymore. Nope. Uh, all that stuff has got to go out the window. So, all right, CK, let's dive in to this mock. Uh, are you ready to rock and roll here? Let's I'm do ready. it. Um, all right, so we'll we'll start out. Pick one, one. Carolina Panthers. We gave him CJ Stroud, and I know that there have been these Bryce Young rumors and all that stuff, but I don't believe it at all. I think they traded a ton to get here, and now they're trying to squeeze a little bit out of Houston just to get some of the stuff back that they lost. I think Houston kind of has their heart set on Bryce Young, and the the Panthers know that. So I think they're trying to squeeze an extra third, second, whatever it is out of Houston. But I think Houston is balking at that and saying, hey, look, you know what? We're going to they today. They brought in CJ Stroud for a private. So, um, you know, it's one of those things where, you know what? You want Bryce Young? We'll take CJ Stroud. We're not giving you any more. Um, but I think Stroud is ultimately going to be the guy uh, in Carolina. Your thoughts on that one? I think CJ Stroud has the highest floor of the big four receivers. I think you just, Frank Reich, we know can develop quarterbacks. We've seen Frank Reich have a lot of success with that. They have brought in enough this off season that I think it's, it's a pretty soft landing spot for him too. I think he could have immediate success if they would play him. I'm not sure they'd not start Andy Dalton to begin the year, but I don't think it would be long before we see CJ Stroud. And I think it would be a good fit and he would, he would have a nice time. He would have a good career in Carolina. Yeah, and they're, they're fixing things around him right now already. So uh, nice to see that stuff uh, happening. Um, let's go to the second pick. Uh, this is an easy one. Bryce Young to Houston. Um, how about this? Instead of talking about Bryce Young to Houston, because everyone has talked about this, Will Anderson has been a rumor that Houston is not completely sold on any of these quarterbacks. Maybe Will Anderson is a guy, D'Amico Ryan. D'Amico Ryans is an Alabama alum. He's a defensive, he was a DC before he became the head coach in Houston. Let's just say shock level. If they pass on QBs and take Will Anderson, or maybe even trade down to get Will Anderson. Well, if you're doing that, you're hoping that Will Anderson is your Bosa, right? You're 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 hoping you get one of the Bosa's and and he could be that, absolutely. Houston, in that case, if you're going to avoid the quarterback here, you're hoping to have another year of not to say where you lose, but you get a chance for Caleb Williams or Drake May. They have two first round picks because Cleveland's pick keep next year. I'm talking about they have tw- two picks in 2024 because the Deshaun Watson trade keeps on giving. So it's not on. It's not impossible. I can see that happening. You hope we saw them take Mario Williams when they had the first pick overall. How many years ago? So they've they've done this before. But I think I think they're going to take Bryce Young. I I know that Lovey yeah. Smith got him that win, and they ended up picking two. But all along, I thought their guy was Bryce Young. We both and. I don't see him passing. Yeah, I do too. Uh, I think it is going to be Bryce Young. You know, like you said, the big thing there is that like Caleb Williams is already being talked about uh, for next year in draft circles and everything. It's kind of like the year before Andrew Luck came out, the year before Trevor yeah. Lawrence came out. Like all they were doing is talking about next year's guy, and, and uh, Caleb Williams is that guy already. So, um, but you're picking two right now. You know, you have two. So if you F around and go eight and nine next year, nine and eight, now you're picking the middle. You're not nowhere close and you don't have uh, your QB. So one get in the, the hand QB. better than two in the bush. You exactly. want to have one, right? If, if, if you trust Bryce Young can be, maybe Caleb Williams has a higher upside, but if you trust that Bryce Young can do this, you draft Bryce Young. And look, if you put Bryce Young in there and he doesn't work out, you're going to be picking very high again. And then 
make that move or mm-hmm. attempt to make that move, right? We saw the Cardinals give up on Josh Rosen after a year and go right to Kyler Murray, and that was the right move. So um, we'll see what happens there. But, yeah, we have uh, Young uh, sticking. So pick number three, this is where we did our one trade for this mock, and we did have Tennessee moving up. We wanted to see what it would look like is basically why we did this. And our trade that we ended up doing was the Cardinals moved back to that number 11 overall pick. So the Cardinals would get 11 this year. They'd get the Titans first round pick this year or, or in 2024, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And then um, Malik Willis would go back to uh, Arizona because he drafted him last year as a third round pick. He's toast. Now, if you're moving up here, you're doing it to take a QB. And we gave them Harold Landry, who is, you know, working back off an ACL surgery, but if you look at this defensive line for Arizona, it is, I mean, I don't even think it's arguable. This is the worst defensive line in the league right now. Front seven, probably the worst in the league. Uh, he might right be better now, than so. some of those guys with one ACL. Seriously. Errol Landry yeah. with one ACL is probably as good as some of the players that they're playing out there right now. So Right, exactly. And now he's he's a big contract too, but if you're going to mm-hmm. cut Hopkins, you're going to have room uh, to, to put this guy on the team. Now, um, you know, and maybe trade an asset right now so that whoever gets it will have it next year, uh, you know, uh, before we get into this investigation, what was going on with uh, Bidwell and Steve Kime and all that. But, um, yeah, so I I think that would be um, a deal that is possible. Uh, I think most people would probably do this without Landry going back, maybe even without Malik going back and more picks. Uh, because if you're the Cardinals and you're trading out of one of these spots, maybe you just want to add as many players as you possibly can. I get it, but I think two first and Harold Landry is good enough. Plus you have a project in Malik Wills who, you know, fits very similar to uh, um, Kyler Murray. So if Kyler Murray, you know, is going to miss part of this year and then next year you can develop him. And he's probably, I would say right now, Colt McCoy comes back. Uh, and plays another year, it would be just Malik behind Colt McCoy and go with him for half a year until Kyler comes back. So um, we'll see what the Cardinals end up doing, but that's a trade we had. And then we had the Titans selecting Anthony Richardson, the quarterback from Florida uh, up here. And look, you know, this is uh, the guy who had the highest RAS score of any quarterback ever. And they've been measuring that since 1987. So that's 36 years of QB data. He is literally the most athletic coming into the league at this point. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I think Tannehill would still start this year and Richardson would get to sit, which is what mm-hmm. you want if you have Richardson. So I think the fit is nice. Uh, your thoughts on the on Richardson going third here and us moving up to get him to Tennessee, CK? If Tennessee's moving up here, it it's to get a quarterback. You're you're not making this type of a leap for as, as talented as I think Will Anderson is. You're not going to make this type of a jump for for him. But at that point, Ryan Tannehill has one more year left on his contract. You play Ryan Tannehill this year. We just talked about how good we think their coaching staff is, and and so yeah, I think Mike Vrabel gets a year to develop Anthony Richardson. Hopefully refine some of what he has now I think the floor is actually higher on Anthony Richardson than we give it credit for at some points because if nothing else he's Justin Fields right where he's just this absurd athlete who can run the ball so if not if even if he can't get the throwing mechanics down he has a huge arm just chuck it deep to Traylon Burks or whatever you're going to do and then take advantage (laughs) of his insane athletic skill set and 
I think there is a pretty decent floor, actually. I'm starting to, I started to change my mind on that with Anthony Richards. And for a while, I thought the floor was kind of low. Now, now I think it isn't low. It's maybe he's, he has a low floor as a passer, but his athletic gifts give him certain abilities that other quarterbacks just simply can't do. Yeah. And, you know, I think also with a quarterback with, um, you know, a below average, to put it nicely, completion percentage, you want to build around that guy. You want to put as many weapons on the field, exactly what San Francisco is doing, right? Mm -hmm. Like San Francisco has put multiple weapons. They traded their whole draft for CMC. They have Kittle. They have Ayuk. They have Debo. Like, right, they made it all work, plus a good old line. They made it all work to say, hey, look, our quarterback can be slightly above league average like Jimmy G, and we can go to the Super Bowl if the rest of the pieces are around. So I think if you have that mindset with an, a quarterback with upside, the sky's the limit. My issue would be is do we just turn this into what Atlanta has? We're running the ball 80 times a game. We're throwing it 15 times a game. And, you know, it's the what the Bears did last year with Justin Fields, right? Like he ran and his fantasy stats are great. You're not going to make a long living in the NFL uh, taking that many carries. I mean, Jalen Hurts, one of those guys, too. If you have 17 design QB runs, it's not going to be a surprise when your skinny QB gets hurt. So, um, SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. I know how you're feeling right now. Stop it, stop it, don't do that. I'm here for you. Oh. In this league. <laughs> going to pick number four. This is, we just got him four in a row. Will Levis going to the Colts. Um, I don't think we need to expand too much on this one. Saint Shikin looking for uh, a, a um, you know, a QB here. Gardner Minshew is a nice backup. Maybe even starts. Uh, the, the first uh, couple games here for them. But I mean, you know, Will Levis is 
an athletic guy that can work. This is what the system used with Will uh, with um, Jalen Hurts. So he doesn't have that upside running, but he's got a much he's got a cannon of an arm. So you can do different things with him. So I just think like get a new coach in there. Step one is get that coach a QB, right? This has been the logical pick for the Colts ever since they've been locked into pick four, it seems like, whereas Anthony Richardson has moved up, C.J. Stroud has kind of moved around. It has felt like Will Levis has been locked into the Colts for a large portion of this process, and he still is. And I think, yeah, this is the first young quarterback that they would have tried since Andrew Luck, right? We've seen him go with Phillip Rivers and Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz, and they've had limited amounts of success with the older veteran approach. Now you got to, you got to try to rebuild this with a young guy and Will Levis. He has flaws, but yeah, I think they're coachable too. He does have a lot of physical gifts. I mean, you blame Brady uh, for that stuff, right? Cause you take Brady and you drop him in to Tampa Bay and they win a super bowl. You take Matt Stafford, you drop him into LA. They win a super bowl. So the Rams are like, well, then just give us Phillip rivers. We'll do it. You know, not so fast. It doesn't work everywhere. Uh, You know, and, uh, those guys were well past their prime. The uh, ghost the guys of Matt that, Ryan. That was the ghost yeah. of Matt Ryan that we saw last year. I mean, you know, uh, seeing ghost Matt Ryan is what <laughs> that was for sure. Uh, let's go. We have some defensive picks in here at number six, or excuse me, number five. We have uh, the Seahawks with that extra first that they got for Russell taking Will Anderson. Pretty good consolation prize. You're not getting a quarterback to sit behind Geno here. Um, which is the whole reason why Tennessee would trade up is because Seattle could potentially take a QB here or someone else could trade up uh, with that three spot. But the Seahawks get Will Anderson, the edge rusher from Alabama, safest player in the draft. Uh, the Detroit Lions go with Jalen Carter, defensive tackle out of Georgia. There are some that don't like that pick. They think, you know, um, he won't take meetings outside the top 10 because he thinks he's still going inside the top 10. Um, I don't know. You know, it's some teams will just flat out take them off the board. I think the Raiders are one of those teams that cannot afford, you know, character issues no. anymore. So especially they, with a car accident, they right. have their own issues with a car accident in the past recently. So no, I don't yeah, believe the Raiders exactly. are going to take him. But I still think right. I, I think Jalen Carter is a top ten pick still. I, I do too. So we have him going to Detroit. Uh, then we have uh, Christian Gonzalez going to the Raiders. Desperate, desperate team. Uh, for some corner help Atlanta Falcons we had them take a Tyree Wilson the edge from Texas Tech so four defensive players after the QBs going in a row Will Anderson uh, to the Seahawks Jalen Carter to the Lions and uh, Christian Gonzalez to the Raiders and Tyree Wilson to the Falcons so uh, your thoughts on any of these picks if there was a team that a couple months or a month ago before free agency started rivaled Arizona for worst defensive line in the league it was Atlanta they have added Kalias Campbell. They've added David Onyemata. But Tyree Wilson, they're, they're going to go D-line here. I'm not sure exactly who it is. I think they're yeah. going to go D-line. So whether it's if Jalen Carter falls, could they take him? Sure. Could they take Miles Murphy? Yep. But I do like the Tyree Wilson pick there. He's such a physically gifted player that you could put him right away, right next to Grady Jarrett. And they'd have actually a, suddenly a pretty decent, at least starting uh, defensive line. Yeah, I mean, you would take Onyemata and put him on the edge with Jarrett and Calais in the middle and Tyree Wilson. Yeah, that goes to a formidable line from a run-it-down-their-throat line pretty quick. So, uh, yeah, I love that idea uh, for them. Then uh, the rest of the, these uh, next four picks, um, Carter, Gonzalez, Wilson, any thoughts on those? Jalen Carter in Detroit is 
you we were talking about it when we were doing the mock last night. You you got to find the team that fits him too. I don't think you want to get him into a spot where he's suddenly the focus. And Detroit's really good. We're going to talk about it as we go through this draft. But Detroit has a really good team, and so now you drop him into the middle. Talk about a good D line: Aiden Hutchinson, James Houston, uh, Ali McNeil, Michael Brockers, Jalen Carter. Like, good luck. It's young. Yeah. It's talented. That team could be really good for a long time. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, this is the this rebuild with Dan Campbell, and a lot of people didn't like Dan Campbell when he got hired. They thought it was a joke. They thought he was one of these raw, raw, too fiery guys going to be uh, pretty quickly. Yeah, the biting kneecap stuff, but it has all worked. He has put his mm-hmm. heart and soul in it, and it has absolutely all worked. And this team just gets more dangerous by the day. Um, Christian Gonzalez to the Raiders, Tyree Wilson. Uh, to to the Falcons, we went over those. So moving on here, uh, the Bears get Peter Skaronski, the offensive lineman from Northwestern. Um, then the Eagles, this pick from the Saints, get Miles Murphy, the edge rusher from Clemson. The Cardinals get Lucas Van Ness, the edge rusher from Iowa. The Texans take Nolan Smith. We know that D'Amico probably can't go offense two picks in a row in the first round. So they go Nolan Smith, the edge rusher out of Georgia. And then the Jets take Broderick Jones, a big offensive tackle from Georgia. So Skaronsky uh, to the Bears, Murphy to the Eagles, uh, Lucas Van Ness to the Cardinals moving down. The Texans take Nolan Smith and Broderick Jones to the Jets. Your thoughts on any of these picks, CK? When you have teams that are good on the line, it shows how much the priorities get pushed up, right? These are all offensive line or defensive line picks in this whole area. And yeah. the Bears at nine, Skaronsky is one of the safest picks in the draft. I think he, we said it before, he's either going to be a very good tackle, or he's going to be an all-pro level guard. I, I don't see him just be – I don't see there's any chance of him being bust. So you put him with the Bears, and it instantly helps their O-line. The Eagles, it's such a luxury pick. We This was when we talked about could, who can trade up to here, but there wasn't there wasn't a good fit. And so then we just said, well, you're just taking best player available. Yeah. Miles Murphy on, the, on a defense that already has pass rushers like Hassan Reddick and Josh Wett, plus an aging Brandon Graham. I mean – imagine the rotation to keep those guys fresh while they get after the quarterback on a team that just went to the Super Bowl. And then, I mean, that's the rotation right there. Those four, that's That's incredible. That's that's not a down with a bad guy that you can attack, right? It's just crazy. It is crazy. And then Arizona, we said we traded them Harold Landry and that was part of the return for them going back to 11, but then adding Lucas Van Ness, you know, they lost their two best pass rushers last year and JJ Watt and Zach Allen. So they need it. At minimum of two, they probably need more than that. So Four these guys are <laughs> exactly. So I like Lucas Van Ness there. I think he can play inside and outside. He needs a little bit of time because we've famously has not started games at Iowa, but he's a really good player. Uh, Nolan Smith. So I guess the question then becomes if they took Will Anderson at two, who would they take here yeah. at 12? Well, I think the fit of Bryce Young and Nolan Smith is going to be better than you're going to take Will Anderson and at 12, no quarterbacks in Johnson. Be there. So yeah, Quentin I mean, Johnson and putting him with they still have they still just have Davis Mills, I think, right? I don't think yeah, it would be da- it would be Davis Mills. Yeah. So I think you take uh, Bryce Young and then you roll with an edge that's here. Nolan Smith is a physically gifted freak who is proving that last year he was injured and he looks healthy. Everybody I, I gushes about his work ethic. Yep. Like, yeah, it just it, that's that's, that's a, a Demico Ryan's pick right there. Yeah, that's Demico Ryan's pick for sure. Uh so I mean We'll see if that happens, but I, I would say that, um, you know, because a lot of times you see a Bryce Young and then Quentin Johnson 
getting picked in mocks. I think it's like offense and defense. I don't, maybe they stick to both offensive players here. Uh, but I think with that, the way that defense is built, you need pieces. So, uh, I think they go offense in defense there. Um, all right. So Broderick Jones to the Jets. So you talk about that one. I mean, that one just they makes need sense. They need an O-lineman. They need an O-lineman. It's got to be a tackle. Like, it's got to be yeah. a tackle. Whichever one's, whichever one they like the most between Paris Johnson, if Skronsky's there, Broderick Jones, it has to be a tackle. Uh, all right, moving on here. Let's go down to New England at 14. Paris Johnson, the offensive tackle from Ohio State. Your Packers select Brian Branch, the safety from Alabama. The commanders take Devin Witherspoon, the cornerback from Illinois. I have my Steelers taking Darnell Wright, the offensive tackle from Tennessee. And then the Detroit Lions take Quentin Johnston, the wide receiver from TCU. So, um, you know, the offensive lineman here makes sense. You know, the Patriots, they tried Nikhil Harry in the first round. It didn't work. I don't think they're going back to finding a wide receiver and taking him. This is a Bichon territory. I just don't think they're going to do it, you know. So I think it's, I think they're going to stick with uh, Ramondre and roll with an offensive lineman. So this is just such a Patriots pick. Let's just take a very gifted offensive lineman and have him be one of our tackles for the next decade, right? So this yep. is a smart pick. Uh, for the Steelers taking the O-line too, Darnell Wright, um, it's just getting better on that line. You have to protect Pickett. Your weapons are pretty good with Najee and Deontay and Pickens and Fermuth. So wide receivers not out of the question. Of course, you know, I could see Kenny Pickett trying to talk them into Jordan Addison. Uh, at this pick, and I wouldn't hate that either. Um, but uh, I think you just fix the O line because it's an issue. And you know, surprisingly, the Steelers' offensive line was the only O line that kept the same starters the entire year. But you cannot expect that to happen two years in a row. So get help you, there. Go ahead. You were so second. We did this one last night. You were locked in Darnell Wright, and I said right tackle or left tackle. And you you think think he's a left tackle, right? I I think they want a left tackle. So I think that's what they'll do with him first uh, is have him play left, have Dan Moore either slide to right or be the swing guy, the sixth guy uh, in the rotation, and Chooks can stay on the right side. Uh, I wouldn't hate if they took another tackle in the third, uh, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, short up both sides of that. Man. I mean, you got Siamalu and Herbig, right, from, from Philly, so – uh, you, the interior's good. Now you got to work on those tackles. So, um, yeah, I think they would. I think they would start him at left and make him lose it, make him say no. He's a natural right tackle. We're going to move him to right, and that's what we're going to do. Uh, you know, whatever midway through the year, and who knows if it's bad at left, he might not even start. So mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't be shocked by that either. But I think the O line, the O line in the corners uh, for Pittsburgh are the things that they really need to address. So. Uh, then we have the defensive backs. You know, you got your guys. This is your guy. Brian Branch is your dude. Uh, you're not wavering. Devin Witherspoon to Washington. They need a corner. And then Johnston to Detroit just pumped that offense up. Um, I mean, w- what would it be if it wasn't Branch? Uh, the way the board fell, it would be, I'll say Jackson Smith and Jigba. Okay. I will say that they would take JSN there because – Although they do like the big guys, so it could be Quentin Johnson. I think it would be a receiver. I think Jackson Smith and Jigba fits more of what they want, they, or at least that he should fit what they want. Uh, but yeah, I, Brian Branch to me is the second best cover player in this draft, or eh, third probably behind Devin Witherspoon and Christian Gonzalez. I think he's that good of a cover option out of the slot. If you wanted to do, they had Micah Hyde once. They vastly used him poorly, 
I think that Brian Branch can do exactly what Micah High can do and maybe even do it better. He's an amazing tackler. I'm just all in. I love the fit of Devin Witherspoon to Washington. I haven't seen that one a lot. He tends to go go a little earlier for our mock draft year. He he fell down a bit, but they they desperately could use a cornerback right now. We're talking about Kendall Fuller and then Cam Dancer <laughs> and Benjamin St. Juiced. So yeah, they could very much use a cornerback, the quality of Devin Witherspoon. And then, you know, the Lions, you just stack offense on top of it. So we're, we're talking right. about a Lions team here that would then be rolling out uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, Jamison Williams, and Quentin Johnson. I, you know, if we know how good Amon Ross St. Brown is, if Jamison Williams and Quentin Johnson are 80% of what we think they can be, like, what a team. <laughs> I kind of hate this. Uh, not, not for Quentin Johnston. I mean, I do kind of hate it for Quentin Johnson for fantasy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because now you're stuck behind Jamison and Amonra, uh, you know, because you're clearly third of that group, which is crazy mm-hmm. to think of Quentin Johnson gets drafted and he's the third wide receiver on the team, uh, from day one is kind of crazy to think of, but it's like, man, if you hadn't signed David Montgomery and maybe this, this won't preclude them from doing this, but like, if you don't sign Dave Montgomery, you're sitting here with this 18th pick, and you could have taken Bijan instead and spent that money somewhere else, you know, on another corner or another wide receiver or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they bought all the corners. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. are true overwhelming power sauce of destiny yes the most legendary sauce has arrived as mcdonald's transforms into the anime world of wickdonald's the greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili wickdonald's sauce to make your 10-piece wick nuggets fries and sprite ultra powerful unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at wickdonald's ba-da-ba-ba-ba go and participate in mcdonald's for a limited time while supplies last yeah, man, I'll tell you what, that dang old... In this league. Talk about www.wcomedy, you made you go click, 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 click. It's real easy, man. Uh, I don't know what you're saying, but that, that's what's going on, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, just uh, do something different there. So, uh, I would love to have seen Bichon go, but we didn't. Uh, but don't worry, he's coming off the board pretty quick here. Uh, because at pick 19, the Tampa Bay Bucks select Bijan Robinson in our mock. Uh, 20, the Seattle Seahawks go Joey Porter Jr., cornerback with length, which they love, obviously. Um, the Dolphins are cheaters, so they don't get a pick. 
Then the Chargers get Jordan Addison, the wide receiver from USC. The Ravens get Jackson Smith and Jigba, wide receiver from Ohio State. And the Vikings take Zay Flowers, wide receiver from Boston College. So everyone's probably sitting at this point going, where the hell are the offensive players in this uh, draft that aren't linemen? Well, here they go. We had Quentin go before and a big old grip of them. Um, Bijan, mm-hmm. Addison, JSN, and Zay Flowers all go in this group with uh, Joey Porter Jr. as the one lone defensive player. I mean, we don't even need to talk about him. If he gets past Pittsburgh, uh, going to Seattle will make a lot of sense. Not a lot of holes on defense now that they brought back Bobby Wagner. They signed Devin Bush. So, yes, Jordan Brooks is going to miss a big chunk of the year. But um, they have their two linebackers. Uh, they have uh, fixed that offensive, that defensive line by adding Will Anderson to it. And they spent on Draymond Jones in the offseason. So the D-line is much improved with Nwosu on the other side, who was outstanding last year. And so you kind of just need this one spot. Safety is also in play because Jamal Adams can't stay on the field. But I, I think that one makes sense. Talk about the offensive players. Why does, uh, does Bijan fit in Tampa Bay, CK? Well, we saw what Leonard Fournette did with Tom Brady and Bijan Robinson is what Leonard Fournette would hope to be, right? Where he can catch passes. He's a better pass catcher than Rashad White, who got drafted as a pass catcher, and Bijan Robinson is better at that than him. Plus, he's just an extremely explosive runner. So, you know, right away, you just you're talking about going with some combination of either Baker Mayfield or Kyle Trask, whoever it is that starts. Baker Mayfield has been pretty poor for a while here and we haven't seen Kyle Trask you want a safety blanket a guy that you can give 20 carries a game to you know at least 20 touches I don't know how you get there whether it's 13 carries seven catches 20 carries five catches you can feed this man as much as we've seen Christian McCaffrey because that's who B. John Robinson is he is the Christian McCaffrey skill set and we saw that Carolina put out some teams that were not very good but Christian McCaffrey for fantasy was fine and he kept them competitive and I think Bijan Robinson can do that from day one. I think he's the best. You know, we saw Najee go in the first round a couple of years ago. Bijan is a he's a better running back prospect than that. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all-new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.